Hi everyone, welcome to PA Talks, an interview series by Parametric Architecture, the world's most renowned avant-garde architecture platform about parametric and computational design. We meet the architecture and design pioneers on this podcast and talk about their careers, experiences, methodologies, and visions for the future. My name is Hamid Hasanzadeh, founder and editor-in-chief of Parametric Architecture Platform. Welcome to the show, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. To support this podcast, please check the links in the description. Make sure to follow our platform on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and support us on Patreon. You may listen to this conversation on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. The following is my conversation with Peugeot's design director, Matthias Hossan. Matthias joined Peugeot SA Group Department in 2002 after graduating from the Straight Design School in Paris. He has since held various positions and provided services internationally, including five years at the center of Shanghai Style. Since 2013, he has been responsible for the prospective design of Peugeot with concept cars such as the latest e-legend and preliminary design of vehicles like 208 and 2008. Matthias became the design director of Peugeot in 2020. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, Matthias. Hi, Amid. How are you? Good, and you? Thank you so much. Thanks for joining. Uh, I love okay. your background. Is that e-legend? Yes, 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 exactly. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a sketches that have been done by uh, Nicolas, which is one of our uh, designer, external designer uh, for, for e-legend, in fact. Yeah, awesome. Great. Thank you so much for joining to this uh, discussion. We are super honored to have you in the show. And uh, it was quite a time we were chasing uh, uh, creative people from other industries like yourself, uh, from Peugeot, from uh, uh, industrial product designs. And we want to continue these series to have creative people like yourself in the show as well. So uh, it's really great honor to have you in the show. Why can you please introduce yourself to our audience and generally talk about your background and Tell us exactly what who is Matthias Hossa. Okay, so first, I mean, thanks for the invitation. It's it's it, it, it's a real pleasure and honor to 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 be part of this uh, this chat. So, um, just to introduce myself, uh, first of all, I'm a French designer uh, working in the car industry for almost twenty years. Uh, this. Uh, in, in 2022. And in fact, as you just mentioned, you know, I, I start to learn applied art, in fact, um, during my studies. And in fact, I, I quickly go into a design school named Strat College Design, which is an industrial uh, design school uh, with a specification of automotive. Uh, so I learn uh, car design, you know, in, uh, in this school. Um, and why car, in fact, because for me, it was it is probably the, one of the most complicated, you know, industrial object to produce. Uh, and, and also this is an object that represents this notion of freedom. So I think it was a great combination. And naturally there is all the desire, you know, surrounding this, uh, this uh, object that was really, really interesting to, 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 to work. So that, that's why in fact, I, I was really interesting to, to go through this, uh, this car design. So I think it was the perfect uh, object, you know, that mix, uh, apply art, but also uh, techniques. Uh, and I think that's why, in fact, I, I, learned, uh, I learned CAD design and now I'm the, uh, at this position. Yeah, awesome, great. Uh, and can you talk about your experience of 19 years of uh, being at Peugeot and uh, how 
the company has evolved during this 19 years, let's say 20 years? Yeah, in fact, 19 years at the XPSA group. Uh, in fact, it, it's, it's kind of amazing because when I start, you know, in 2000... Uh, it's, not, it's not now PSA group? No, in fact, no. We call Stellantis because, you know, uh, since uh, we merged with the FCA, you know, the X. Uh, FCA group. Now it's becoming Stellantis Group, which is a, a big uh, automotive group. Um, but when okay. I started, you know, uh, 19 years ago, um, in fact, th th there was only two brands in this group. There was Citroën and Peugeot. And I started at Citroën. Um, and it was a perfect timing because there was kind of reshuffling, you know, everything in Citroën. And uh, Jean-Pierre Plouet, who is now taking the leadership of all the re European brands for Stellantis, Uh, hire me uh, to, uh, to, 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 to work, you know, for the, um, for the Citroën brand. So I started in 2002, two brands. Uh, and in fact, as you mentioned, I have got, I've got the great opportunity to go into China to set up the design studio in Shanghai in 2008. Uh, it, it was fantastic because uh, it was kind of a startup. Uh, just three French uh, guys uh, have been sent, you know, to China. And we were <laughs> setting up a design studio Uh, with uh, some uh, Chinese talent. So at the end, we were almost like 50 person working, uh, working over there with a young, uh, talented uh, Chinese designer. So it was fantastic because we were working like, uh, like a startup, honestly. Huh? It, it, it was a really new mindset. And what was really fantastic also, it reminded 2008, you know, China was really booming. Uh, I just arrived at the end of the Olympic game, you know, uh, in Beijing. And uh, it was the beginning of the construction of the um, uh, Universal Exhibition in Shanghai. So it was a really, really fantastic timing. And at this time, uh, DS brand born, in fact. Uh, so I was working for Citroën and DS. Um, and when I coming back, you know, in 2013, I take the, the, the leadership of the concept car and advanced design. That means the mid-term and long-term vision uh, for Peugeot. So uh, when is this exactly to take? 2013, uh, I came back okay. to France, uh, taking the leadership of the advanced design and concept car for the Peugeot brand. Uh, and in 2020, uh, I'm taking the, the, the position of design director for, for Peugeot. So now I'm sure of short-term, mid-term, and long-term vision for, for Peugeot. <laughs> and during this time, what is fantastic is we started two brands. Um, DS born after uh, the PSA group, you know, purchased uh, Opel. Uh, so we have four brands within the PSA group. And uh, last year, in fact, uh, there is this uh, merger between FCA and PSA that become Stellantis group with, with more than 14 brands. So it's, 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 it's a huge, you know, uh, uh, automotive group uh, with a fantastic brand, you know, like Peugeot, uh, Citroën, Alfa Romeo, and many more, you know, Maserati. So, uh, I think between this 20, almost 20 years of experience, every year was different. And the fact that now we are becoming Stellantis, it's really fantastic for, for a designer. Awesome, great, great. And how, uh, in the last 20 years, you've been working with this company, in terms of design, how the design was evolved? Uh, can you talk about that as well? But I, I, I would say, um, depending on the brand, but the, the, the design evolved quite a lot, in fact, in terms of uh, aesthetic. But why also? Because the technology, you know, evolved a lot. I think now we are living in the automotive industry, a revolution that probably we never lived uh, since you know, the beginning of the automotive adventure. So I think it's really interesting for us to see 
how the technology and the new usage and new experience, you know, will affect the aesthetic of a brand. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the past 20 years, you know, many, many changes, you know, in terms of uh, technology, but also in terms of technology, how to conceive the product. Uh, so there is big, big change on the way we, 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 we conceive, in fact, the product and the tool we are using also to conceive it. So, so this naturally affects the aesthetic of the product by itself. So, and the pace also, because, uh, you know, when I start, uh, it was definitely not the same pace, you know, uh, to, to, to produce and to conceive a car. And now we are much more fast on the way we are sinking uh, to a new car, but also building the car by itself. Awesome. Great. Uh, quite recently, at the beginning of the 2021, uh, Peugeot has changed its brand identity. Can you t talk about this change? As well? What was it for? In fact, we, we, we were working for that for, for, for some time, honestly, because you, you, you cannot change you know, the identity like, like that. But as, as, as maybe <laughs> yeah. you, you, you... The company is almost 150, right? Yes. 150 years old. Exactly. You, you know that we are one of the oldest car companies in the world. In fact, one of the oldest yes. car brands you know, in the world. So um, first of all, you know, we changed completely our product. And, you know, there is a clear move of uh, high-end product, you know, uh, as, as we have maybe seen with the 3008, 208, 2008, 508. So we find it was the right moment uh, to change our identity, to, to, to really embody, you know, this high-end positioning that we know have with our product. And we find it was the right timing to do it. But also the right timing because now we are much more working with this digitalization and in fact, that's why also right. we rework, you know, this emblem with this flat design, you know, aspect, which is much more consistent with the new tools, you know, we are using, you know, on, uh, in, in terms of digitalization. So on one side, there is this illustration of high-hand positioning. On the other hand, also, I think it was much more consistent with the, the way we are communicating now. And also, um, it was a, a good opportunity to build a bridge between uh, our strong DNA. And as I was mentioning, we are one of the oldest car brands in the world. But at the same time, we are really a future forward, you know, thinking. So that's why there is this connection with the past, clearly. But at the same time, in terms of uh, uh, graphics and in terms of all brand identity, because this is not only a logo, but, you know, we rework, you know, all the brand, uh, the global, global brand identity to make it consistent again, to be really future forward. So it's a bridge between our heritage, but also about the vision that we want to bring for the future, for, for Peugeot in the future. Yeah, awesome. And this, this new logo is going to be on the cars after this as well, right? Or, yeah. Yeah, in, in fact, this new logo, uh, the first introduction, in fact, of this new logo has been on the 9X8, you know, which is a future car for Le Mans, uh, so this, which is a racing car. Um, so we, we introduced that into a, into a teaser a few, few months ago, but on the production car, the first car that we love this new identity, it's a 308 uh, that has been presented last year and uh, the, the car is already in the, in the dealership right now. So now you can uh, yes. buy a car with this new identity, which is 308. And what about 3008? So, sorry? I love this car. What about 3008? Yeah. I, I love this, this version of the uh, three, uh, three generation. Is it going to be including the new logo? Uh, in, in, in fact, you know, in terms of timing, uh, so we, we, we launched a three, uh, 
2008, you know, with a new front face. Uh, but in, in terms of timing, uh, we found that 308 was a good car to, to, to embody uh, this new okay. logo. But no, <laughs> you will have this new identity naturally on all the new products that, uh, that we will deliver. Probably after 2022? For? Like, like uh, this new logo going to all cars? Yes probably ha will happen after 2022, right? Oh, exactly. In fact, starting from now, in fact, uh, because now we already have oh. it. Yeah, we already have it on the 308, on the new 308 that we present uh, at the end of uh, last year. So now, starting from now, yeah. you will have this new identity on all the range of the product. Yeah, I, I was planning to buy the three, uh, two, 3008. Uh, so I I'm just going to wait to buy with new logo. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, so, uh, can you talk? What are your thoughts on autonomous cars? I know you have designed the e-legend, which is in your background. Uh, what are your thoughts on autonomous cars, and what are Peugeot's plans uh, for uh, for the future of autonomous cars? In, in, in fact, you know, autonomous car is, I would say this is the next automotive revolution uh, because now we talk a lot about electrification, but you write that uh, autonomization, it's, it's, it's a real revolution because I think many, almost all manufacturers will be implementing this technology. And I think what is really interesting for a brand is how we can imagine the experience um, of a car, you know, uh, through autonomization, uh, um, through um, uh, Autonomous, Automization uh, yeah, of the, Autonomization, yeah. sorry. And in fact, that's why we illustrate that, you know, through uh, some concept car like Elegant, but also Instinct concept car, because there is many way of uh, thinking about uh, autonomy, you know, uh, you can think about uh, pure pod, you know, it's a pure usage, you know, vehicle. Um, but we think at Peugeot, because we are Peugeot, we want to merge this technology with some emotional product. That's why, for example, Elegant was a kind of manifesto, uh, not a retro manifesto, but also manifestos that I think we can merge some brand, strong design, brand design DNA, and also with this kind of technology. Because the, the, what is really interesting with autonomous car, you know, is the fact that you can choose, uh, you, you can decide to drive your car, or to be driven by your car. And as far as you, you, you are doing that, you can have almost two kind of architecture inside the car. So already we are working, we are already working a lot, you know, inside our car through the high cockpit concept. This means these small steering wheels, you know, and this um, um, information above the steering wheel. But we think that in the future we need to even spend even more uh, time and more inside the car. We call it almost the third space, you know, uh, because uh, it's it, it's. A new architecture that we can uh, that we can conceive. So, as a designer, it's it's fantastic because it's not anymore to design just a car. You design a space, a new space with a new usage. So, all the experience that we can live inside a car, um, it will be quite close to the one you can have uh, at home, for example. But it, it's 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 something really new. And again, this is something we we experiment with uh, Elegion or so in uh, Instinct Concept Car. Because we have seen many concept cars, you know, um, with the autonomous uh, experience, which looks really cool, like uh, some robots. And we find that you can implement technology within a really caring uh, atmosphere, really warm. That's why, for example, in Illegion, we mix this wood, velvet, but also at the same time, this high-end technology. So 
fantastic opportunity, uh, strong challenge also, because, you know, as Peugeot, we are a high-end generalist car brand. We have to make sure so that this autonomous car can be affordable. Uh, and this is a challenge also because it's more easy, you know, to implement technology. But at the end of the day, uh, we have to make sure that people can afford, you know, afford it. So there is some challenge also through, through, through autonomous car. And also all the challenge also through all the global ecosystem, because at the end of the day, um, we need to- Can you, can you, can you t talk a little bit about these challenges? What kind of challenges do you see in front of autonomous cars? But you know, the challenge- In terms of pricing or in terms of technical issues or- But I, th I think the first one will be the pricing because we already have some prototypes, you know, of autonomous car. Uh, so we can make it works right now, but uh, there, there is a, uh, high level of price, you know, that the customer have to pay, you know, to have this, uh, this technology. Um, so this is something we, 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 we need still to, to work on to make sure that this technology can be affordable for most of our customers. So this is, we say, the first challenge. And after it's all about, you know, the global ecosystem, because as far as you put some autonomous car, you know, uh, in, in the street, um, you, you will have to manage, you know, an environment where you will have traditional car, an autonomous car or so, and how, you know, uh, all this uh, ecosystem, you know, uh, will, uh, will, will, will live to together in terms of uh, behavior. Uh, because when you have a traditional car, you have one behavior specific to every driver. And when you have autonomous car, we believe, you know, you, you will have less accident because the behavior will be controlled by the machine by itself. So it's a challenge also to see how all this can live, can, can live together. And also there is this uh, challenge. Uh, this is not a design challenge, but this is um, how to defend responsibility. If something happens, something, uh, uh, an accident, for example, in terms of insurance, how we manage, you know, the responsibility uh, within the car. So still many things uh, to, to think about and we are uh, definitely working on. But again, uh, coming back to the design, it's a fantastic opportunity because we can really think the interior of a car differently than a traditional uh, car. So it's, it's a fantastic opportunity for us. Yeah, awesome, great. And we, we were having a deep research regarding the autonomous cars designs. And these cars designs are quite different than the normal cars. And uh, I don't know, because maybe it's because of the electrification or uh, autonomization, uh, I don't know. but. What makes these car, car designs different than normal cars? I, I would say, in fact, autonomous car, you can have autonomous car for almost every kind of car. Uh, but again, I think it's an opportunity for a brand to really, to really differentiate one to the other. You can imagine having some really uh, hedonist experience, a little bit like Illegion, or having a much more collaborative one, like a pod, you know? So I hope in terms of design, we can see much more differentiation in terms of typology of, uh, of car in the future, because depending on the brand and what the brand wants to express, we can maybe imagine having much more differentiation from one brand to the other, depending also of the target user, you know, we want to, you want to address. Some people maybe in the future still want to have their own car, you know, uh, to have their, uh, their own experience. And maybe some of them want to share also the car, so again, you will not think the interior of the car, but also the exterior aesthetic uh, in the same way. Um, again, I think it's a, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity to make much more differentiation between all the brands than, uh, uh, than today.
Yeah. And also regarding the uh, e-legends car, my first question is uh, from how many years uh, you decide to, Peugeot decides to release a concept car? Is it because of, for example, three, four years as you try to see what kind of new technologies are coming into the industry or uh, what is the concept uh, concept behind these concept cars to release? Uh, in fact, just in terms of timing, when we work on a concept car, it's, you know, it's really, really short. You know, uh, working on a production car, it's around four years. Working on a concept car is around... Because these concept cars are uh, limited versions and they're not produced on scale, right? No, no, unfortunately, it's just one. There is one concept car, you know. Just one? Yes, 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 <laughs> just one car. And I, I'm really happy because okay. I have this car just uh, in the 10 meters from me, the, the car is in the studio, so I'm really <laughs> lucky. Uh, but when... Have you drive it? Yes, in fact, in fact, in fact we can drive uh, We can drive it, in fact, just on a closed, you know, road because uh, it's, it's a prototype. Huh? But, um, you, you know, when we work on the concept car, it's around one year uh, from the brief, you know, that we're doing with the brand to the car that you have seen on the motor show. It's around uh, 12 to, uh, to 18 months to, 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 to work on the concept car. And, but the idea behind a concept car, concept car is just not, it's, it's not only an object just to please designer, you know, it's, 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 it's a brand manifesto. And in fact, because this, this car has been presented in, uh, 2018 uh, at the Paris Motor Show and when we present DC Legend you know it was kind of manifesto of our vision of how we can embody technology and that means you know electric car autonomization uh, but at the same time we can cross it through a strong a strong brand DNA because at that time uh, if you remind you know we have seen many many prototypes which looks like a pod you know uh, the interior was really cold and looks like a dentist uh, room, you know, white, you know, without any, you know, warm atmosphere. Right. And we find at Peugeot, uh, we still want to deliver a much more caring atmosphere, much more emotional, you know, uh, sensation when we, when we drive on, when we, we, we are being driven by, by our car. That's why we, we conceived Legend. It was a great opportunity or so because it was the 50th anniversary of uh, the 504 uh, Coupe. Oh. So merging... Yeah, it was inspired by 504. Yes, right. it was, there was a link, you know, with this uh, 504. But um, again, I think it was really interesting to, to, to merge, you know, uh, our strong DNA through this technology to create an experience. Because yeah. in fact, in the future, the challenge for us is to provide some new aesthetic, but also to deliver new experience to, uh, to the user. That's right, that's right. What is your most favorite car? Which, which version? It's, 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 it's a difficult question because there is many, you know, there is not only one car, like, you know, but at, at, at Peugeot, you know, there is plenty because again, a strong story, the 504 naturally, uh, uh, for 504 Coupe, it's fantastic. The 205, I think it was a great, great car, super successful uh, in Europe, especially in France. And also the racing car for Peugeot because we have uh, incredible, like the 205 uh, T16, the 905. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm quite lucky because we have one 905, you know, in the studio. And I think this car is, yeah. is, is really, really fantastic. Which one is the best you have designed, you think? Uh, 
I'm proud of Illegion. And again, it's not only me because it's, a, you know, when we... But it's not available for everyone. Yes. Just name one of them that we have tried. <laughs> uh, maybe the one I'm most proud of would be the future one, you know, because we're still working uh, for the future. And okay. I, I think we will have a nice surprise for, for you in the, in the future. Okay, awesome, great. And what is your own car? Well, I'm a lucky guy because now, yes, I have a 508 PSE, you know, the PSE is a screen, uh, uh, which is okay. fantastic. It's, it's a fantastic car to, to drive. Uh, I drove it during the, this winter holiday for, for quite some times, and honestly, it's, it's a fantastic car. And you always use Peugeot's cars, no other brand? Yeah. Is, is, is there any kind of obligation or <laughs> but you know uh, I, I think I'm, again I'm lucky because uh, it's okay I'm working for Peugeot so it's kind of normal you know that I'm driving Peugeot <laughs> but honestly uh, it's not an obligation uh, really because the product are really really nice and uh, again the experience as soon as you 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 drove a Peugeot with this high cockpit concept it's it's it's, it's so different from uh, from the other that as soon as you are used to, to that it's difficult to uh, to go to something, uh, something else. No, I, 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 that, that's absolutely right. I've been in a 208, uh, a 206 as well mm. uh, in Iran. So 208 is a fantastic car and I fell in love with that. And I'm planning to buy the next may, version maybe of 208 or 3008 right. one because uh, I really love the comfortness of the car and Everything was really fine. And how do you interact with your customers? Because, of, for example, you see some uh, errors or you see some kind of difficulties for users to uh, use any kind of features of features that you add to the car uh, or products. How do you interact with the customers and uh, consider their comments and feedback and apply them in your next version of or the next model of, or the new model of uh, any car. What is this interaction? How does it process? But you know, in fact, when we develop a car, a production car, in fact, we have different period, you know, when we test, we test the car. Um, and quite soon in the process, you know, of development, we have some uh, tests with some people uh, that can judge first the proportion, just to have the, the feeling, you know, the proportion. And the more, uh, time we spend on the project, we test in, in really in a, a super details uh, to see how they will interact and we get this feedback and to make sure that when we launch the car, um, you know, everything is almost resolved from, from their feedback. So we have external clinic tests, but also internal, you know, because internally uh, we use, you know, to, 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 to work with the colleagues, you know, to, to make some tests also internally and to see how they, they, they react especially when we developed the, the, the high cockpit, you know, it was a, a real breakthrough compared to the, the traditional, you know, interior. And again, we are doing many, many clinic tests to see how people react uh, when we propose something, especially different, you know, from the competitor. So we try to mm -hmm. do this kind of uh, interaction with, uh, with our customer. Yeah, awesome, great, uh, thank you. What kind of design software uh, or computer software do you use for design? But, you know, as, as, as you can imagine, you know, we are uh, working with a digital process now. And especially in this COVID period, uh, you know, as many designers, many colleagues are working in a remote work. So now we are working like 
classical, you know, Photoshop, you know, Illustrator, and you know, all, all this traditional, you know, software, 2D software. But as you can imagine, we are working a lot with the 3D software, uh, many, many, many 3D software. And um, one major change uh, that have been uh, done in the, in the previous year is now we are really working with uh, virtual reality, uh, you know, with some uh, uh, helmet. And this is fantastic tool because, uh, um, you know, we can we can work with the Italian team, American team, Chinese team, and in a collaborative way. So it's 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 fantastic because it's really helpful in terms of communication, and especially when you talk about aesthetics, design surfaces. You know, it's 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 much more easy to to communicate with them. So now, on the daily basis, oh. we are using this tool clearly, uh, and I would say honestly, uh, due, 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 due to this uh, uh, pandemic, you know, situation. Um, this was a great uh, help, you know, and great tools to, to, to work on. So more and more uh, through digitalization. At the same time, we are still uh, working with some physical model just to, to see if at the end of the day what we, we, we develop through the 3D, uh, it, it, it's okay. Because at the end of the day, we are selling real car to customer, not a, a, a 3D car. But more and more, uh, we are working with, uh, with digitalization. And the tools are evolving quite fast. Um, so the team are really aware of uh, the, the, the last uh, uh, 3D tools um, that we can uh, integrate in the process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, are there any other, uh, uh, any software, for example, just for VR that uh, only is specialized only for car design and for, you use inside the office? Not, uh, not only to connect with other parts of the world, uh, like how does that work? Uh, is there any kind of those software? Uh, in, in, in fact, we, 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 we use some, uh, some internal software, you know, uh, specific to the, okay. to the VR uh, that have been developed specifically for, 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 for us. But in terms of uh, hardware, you know, we are using like uh, HTC, you know, or Pimax or Varjo, for example. Uh, we are using those brands, you know, in terms of... Uh, uh, Goggles, uh, uh, like? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, good. Uh, okay, awesome, great. And uh, who are other, some, uh, some of other designers that, uh, from other companies maybe, uh, that you admire their work? Uh, there is many, honestly, huh, because uh, there is many talents, you know, through, through, through the world. But as as a, a designer, for me, you... and I and I and I and I think that you are all connected somehow to each other because these creative or pioneering designers are somehow having group discussions or they are friends with each other. Yeah, yeah. You, you can you can continue yeah, yes, you, you, you know, there is many designer, uh, and and but you know, I think what is really important when you do car design, but not only, is to be really curious about many fields, you know, of uh, creativity. So. At the same time, I'm, 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 I admire, you know, like some, uh, even some chef, you know, some cook, uh, cook chef, some uh, architecture, oh. you know, some fashion designer. I, I was thinking about uh, Alexander McQueen. I was super impressed, you know, by the oh. work of Alexander McQueen or Nicolas Guesquier, awesome. you know, for example, at Louis Vuitton, I think the work he, he was doing uh, yes. uh, was fantastic. Even and now Virgil Abloh, you know, I think he, it was yes. really, really great was what was doing. Unfortunately, yeah. And honestly, I, I, I'm a big fan of architecture. It's a big classical, but uh, Tadawando, you know, I think, you know, the, the way, you know, he construct, you know, the space, I think it's fantastic. Big fan of uh, Wang Chu and uh, Liu Wenyu, you know, from the amateur architecture studio. Uh, 
I think uh, this, this Chinese uh, architect has fantastic and the relation with the material. I find it really, really inspiring, especially in the times that sustainability, you know, uh, is becoming more and more important in the car industry. So many, many uh, creative, you know, that I'm, uh, that I really admire. Um, and in the car industry, there is also many, many strong talents. So. <laughs> yes, awesome, great. And uh, do you have any mentors like you follow or you have or uh, inspires you? In fact, there is um, uh, some person, you know, like uh, Michel Armand. Uh, it's really old, not the designer, but he's a guy who designed the interior of the Citroën SM, uh, which, which was a UFO, you know, at this time, uh, Citroën CX. And I, I, I was really lucky to have this guy as a teacher, you know, when I was at school. And he really teach me not the, to design and to, uh, to, to sketch, you know, but it was more about the, the global philosophy about car design, about aesthetics also. So uh, really this guy was my mentor, I would say. And uh, Jean-Pierre Plouet, which is now a big boss, you know, is uh, leading, you know, the car. I think it's really amazing because every time we have some discussion with Jean-Pierre, he's already point, you know, uh, things which is, uh, and he, he knows how to challenge a team and knows he's leading uh, all the European brand, you know, so uh, Fiat, uh, Alfa Romeo, Peugeot, DS, Citroën, uh, Lancia. So he's, he's, he's head of all those brands in terms of design. So I think those two guys are, were, was really, really important for me when I start. Yeah, awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll just go through a couple of questions from our audience. Uh, and... Our friend Anil says, what do you think about Metaverse? Will Peugeot do something in Metaverse world? It's, 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 it's a really great question because uh, with the team, we are discussing a lot about that. And uh, uh, coming back you know, to, 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 to the discussion through the new tools, I think uh, we are almost already in the Metaverse. You know, when, uh, when we walk you know, <laughs> between America, Italy, yes. uh, France, China, so, but you're right that I think uh, this, it's really, really interesting uh, because this can open also a new way of communicating, new aesthetic also, because uh, you have much more freedom, you know, to the, compared to the real world. So we are really, really interesting by, uh, by, by, by that. Yeah, I mean, is there any project ongoing or not? I cannot tell too much about that, <laughs> okay. but I, I can just tell you that we are really, really interesting by, uh, by this. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't, don't worry. It's okay. Thank you. Um, okay, I think you almost answered all the questions that uh, are, are written in the question box. And I'll just slide into my last question. Uh, what kind of advice would you like to share with young professionals and designers? Uh, it's, it's, it's a more difficult one because it's always difficult to give uh, advice. Uh, <laughs> I feel uh, I feel an old designer compared to the young designer that I have in the studio. But I would say as a designer of a young creative, first is about passion. Uh, because without passion, it's difficult to, 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 to create. So first is passion. Always keep the eye open. And... Uh, be really future forward thinking. I think this is really important, especially now in a world where everything is connected. But at the same time, as a designer, I think we need to provide and conceive an experience, you know, that in, enhance people's life. I think this is our responsibility as a designer. And also whatever the 
creative field you are, you know, I think we need to provide a beauty and emotion to, to, to the world because we can't provide pure functional object. But I think what makes a difference also is to provide some uh, beauty and a real emotional, you know, a product to, 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 to the world. So not sure it's in some advice, but uh, this is uh, the way, in fact, I try to, to, to work on the daily basis and to always have this in, uh, in mind. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And it was such a nice advice. And also, I appreciate the conversation. And uh, I'm afraid there are no more questions from our audience. And I appreciate your time. Is there any final word you want to add to this conversation? No, I mean, first, uh, again, thank you for, for the invitation. Uh, and uh, it, it, was a, it was fantastic. So thanks for the invitation and uh, hope to, to talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to have you in the show in the future. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please subscribe to Pure Talks Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts in order not to miss a single episode. Also, you can find out more by going to parametric-architecture.com slash PATalks. Please share this podcast with a URL to inspire a friend. Also, you can use hashtag PATalks on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to give us a feedback about the podcast. Thank you.